Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Hope you're having an awesome week and always appreciate you taking the time to download or stream our show. We're glad you're here because it is time for your listener questions. And today we have a wide variety of questions, including parking an RV for a split stay. They're not flying. They're going to drive that motorhome down. What about if the uh, parking lot over at Wilderness Lodge is not big enough and it's full? What are you going to do with that RV? So we give some thoughts on that. Uh, also, a question about uh, a party that has an ECV staying at Coronado Springs. How difficult might that be at park opening if you're trying to rope drop a park? We give some thoughts there. Benefits of taking a Disney cruise versus a Walt Disney World vacation, especially for parents with teens from somebody who's been there, done that. The predicament of having a tall two-year-old when going to Walt Disney World, of course, you got to be three to have to start paying for those tickets. But what if you have a two-year-old that is super tall? How do you uh, kind of avoid the uh, the folks kind of giving you the evil eye? We have a discussion there and small moments on trips. Much more coming your way on today's show. Of course, our podcast is brought to you by The Magic for Less. We'd love to help you plan the next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. It really does help support the podcast. Just swing by the website today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link as you shop this holiday season. If you could please bookmark that right there in your toolbar and use it when you buy those things during the uh, holiday season. We really appreciate that. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons. You're the lifeblood of our show. You make all these podcasts possible. You can support us starting at just $5 per month. And you'll get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. So come on over if you can. Patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2385 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having an awesome week. And as always, thanks so much for taking some time out to join us here as we answer your listener questions. We talk Disney Cruise Line, we talk Disneyland, and mostly Walt Disney World around these parts, but... Mostly, we just like talking about all the Disney destinations and having a midweek break and having some fun talking about our favorite places. So joining me to do that, we're going to do that with some of my favorite people. We're going to have a good time today. So joining me from the themouseforless.com, we have Ricky. Ricky, how's it going on this fine Wednesday? I hope it's going good. Uh, <laughs> I've been a little under the weather, uh, but I'm hopefully feeling better and uh, yeah, everything uh is is hopefully looking up let's put it that way <laughs> you had to use the word up didn't you that's uh yeah perfect because you're <laughs> up, struggling up, yes. never mind. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little, i like it there a little, little muppets little muppets there yeah, hey yeah, by yeah. the way breaking news new uh seats in muppet vision oh, 3d oh hallelujah that those seats were gross so i'm glad they replaced them <laughs> okay real quick uh question what other place in walt disney world needs a seat upgrade because like at, at mizzou arena for oh. basketball we got all new seats this season not i don't know why because they just want to change it from yellow to black which i like the yellow right. and the gold ones but um wh where should we put new seats where, where's the most dire need of seats besides muffet vision which now we have cushy new seats there 
can we do? I would think it would either be Philharmagic or Carousel of Progress. I yeah, think I one thinking, of those two places. I was thinking Carousel of Progress because about one out of yeah. three times I sit down there and I'm like, well, well I mean, you, you, you probably listen to the audio, but I'm like at a, you know, I'm like at a, you know, like I'm sliding down, like, you know, slanted. Yeah. Like it's not even, I'm not even level. You know, that's, no. we'll talk about this on Friday, but that's a killer place to take a nap. You know, I hate to say yes. it. Great show, but also, um, you know, what's, what's that uh, ambient too? Yeah. 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 Need, needs new seats. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently one of the audio animatronics lost a hand and one of the crazy websites uh, talked about people being traumatized because there was an amputation, you know how they, you know, it's clickbait, oh. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, guest, yeah. guest traumatized because animatronic is amputated during Carousel of Progress show. Like I hate that. Stuff. Oh my, I know. I hate it too. It's I terrible. Block. Terrible. I can't block yes. them though, because like I never click on their stuff, right? Because it's like it's like it's like a car wreck, right? I mean, I know like, it's totally like it's a car wreck. Like, I'm an yeah. idiot because I just I you want to watch the car wreck. I should just block. Yeah. I should just block. But I'm like, you should. What level of? I mean, how do you go to the next level of stupidity? But they'll do it. Right. They'll do it. They'll right. they'll find a way. Trust me, they'll find a way. I'm like seriously. Yeah. It's a robot. The hand fell off. It's end not of, end an of story. amputation. It happens. It's, it's, that's it happens did, did your sister not have a barbie i mean hello have you not seen toy story and sid you know come on anyway <laughs> it's true also joining us we have the co-owner of the magic for less travel pam forrester pam happy wednesday what's going on out in pittsburgh happy wednesday um we're we're in the dark time yeah we are hannah keeps trying to, to remind me there's that swedish thing that yugi or yugi or whatever that you're supposed to like embrace this time and read and whatever and i'm like eh. I don't, I, I disagree with you here right. or Yogi or whoever, <laughs> right, are. whatever it is. Right. All right. So let me tell you where I think seats should be replaced. And that's at the beauty and the beast theater. What the heck? Those are the worst seats in all of Disney world. Like you didn't know just, that that's actually a science experiment. Uh, the government is funding to see <laughs> they, 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 there's people in the back during the show with like uh, clipboards and saying, <laughs> How long can the average American right? uh, actually? It's a torture device, and we're gonna see how long they can stay in those seats because those things are torture devices. 100%. We're identifying people who may have sciatica issues. <laughs> I have it right. Everyone now. who can't walk up at the end. When you mentioned that, I just got a pain from my like right. collarbone all the way down to my left ankle. Hundred percent true. Hundred percent true. It's so bad. So, anyways, yes. Um, I really wish that they would. I don't know. Like, I, it's not just that they're aluminum because I sit in other aluminum seats. I don't know what it is, like how close they are together, whatever. It's just like the perfect storm of uncomfortability. Ooh. Speaking of uncomfortable seats, you know what also has uncomfortable seats is Fantasmic. Yes. Very, very uncomfortable seats. And when Rivers of Light was showing. Oh, that was very, rocks. Very okay, you were sitting on the rocks there. Yes, that Those was not, were terrible not seats. wonderful. Yeah. I mean, no. they, they thematically looked great. I mean, they didn't, yeah. you know, they, they, but yeah, for the 38 minutes you're sitting on them, not great. I will say, not though, um, I totally forgot what I was going to say about the oh. seats. There was, I, oh, no, the, the, the Fantasmic seats, they shop the same place Mizzou uh, shops for their seats at Faro Field because they're just bleachers. And It was funny because, uh, like, about 10 years ago, they had a, uh, a media event because they were debuting new seats. I think that they had uh, other plans in mind, but they those plans fell through. And so, like, oh, God, what can we talk about? Oh, we got new benches. <laughs> I wonder if you could bring in. 
because you know Disney has all those rules. Like for a while there, remember, like for a hot minute, the whole big controversy with bringing those strollers that were actually wagons. Yes. Remember, was well, that like two or three years ago? Okay, like yeah. that was a big deal. Yeah. Like those wagons. It's yeah, that, still controversy. Are they yes. really? Is that you, yes? Because you know you got oh, a very kid. Much so. Are you going to bring one? Yes. Are you going to try it? No, I don't even own a stroller <sighs> wagon, so we're good. Maybe in the future, but there's just Lucy. So I mean, I don't know. Do it. Do it. I dare you get a picture. I had a Jeep stroller. We had a Jeep stroller for, we, I mean, we had it forever because I had to register for it. Like when we were going around with a gun, like when we, when we were pregnant, right? like we went to babies or us. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore, no, but I was like going around lawyer. shooting, zapping everything in the store. And I'm like, dude, Jeep makes strollers. Are you kidding me? It's got like knobby tires and everything. So boop, hit that thing. Somebody bought it for us at our shower. We used oh that thing God. like five times because that thing was a monster. It was like a, that thing was so hard it. to get out and stuff. We bought her an umbrella stroller. We use that for the rest of the time because that thing was right. such a pain. But yeah, I mean, that's what you do with that wagon kind of thing. So yeah. anyway. Yep. All right. Yep, let's. Yep, yep. I agree. Let's jump into the questions. We have one. And I got to say, Lane was with us on Sunday night. And Scott and I got to yakking and taking all kinds of phone calls. We had a great show on Sunday night. So thanks to everybody who joined us. And Lane had this question in the chat on Sunday night. And man, I meant to get to it. We just didn't hit it because we only had an hour for the show. So he's here again on YouTube. So I appreciate Lane being here. He says, happy Monday, headed to Grand Casino in January, traveling with a family member who'll be using an ECV. We're curious about buses at Coronado. Any notable congestion or issues? Thank you. So thanks for being here, Lane. Pam, you stay at Coronado quite frequently. So would you like to speak to Lane on this one? I haven't ever noticed them, but I think like at the, one of the things that's challenging is in the mornings, that's when at any resort, it doesn't matter which one you're staying at, you may encounter a bit of a wait. And because you're looking for a bus that specifically um, can take ECVs, that's what you're, you know, you're going to be looking for too. You, the number of buses that show up that are able to accommodate an ECV that have that lift are less than the total number of buses that you have. So you may have to wait for the bus um, and there may be someone in front of you for that. So that would be that, but that's something that would really happen at any of the resorts and not specifically to Coronado. The other thing to note is that there are, um, I think three different bus stops at Coronado, if not four, There's four. Um, with mm -hmm. Grand Destino. And so look and see um, which stop you will be at. And at times, you know, if that's not one of the first stops to pick up, you may actually be better walking and going over to one of the stops that is the first one to pick up. Um, and that, I actually don't know which one it is at Grand Destino, which stop that is because I, they have changed this two or three times. Um, and so just check to um, see what stop you'll be at at Grand Destino. I will say, because I mean, it does change. So check, you know, check at the front desk there at the tower and they'll let you know. But the last couple of times I've been there, the tower has not been the first stop. It's It's always like third. Uh, as far as the rotation, uh, it's one of the, I want to say the first stop, the last time was back by the ranchos, but don't quote me on that ask. I think it right. was though, but I'm not sure. So, and shout out to listener Jeff, who is tuned in live on Facebook, watching us live from old Key West, waiting out his Olivia's dinner reservation. Oh. Talk about winning life right now. Uh, two words, go. Jeff, two words, buttermilk chicken. 
Oh, I'm dying now. I just want to close up shop and head down to Old Key West. All right, I want to we'll continue with the show. Justin's got a question in the inbox. He says, hey, Mike and crew, we're headed down in December from the 16th to the 23rd and have a question about RV parking at the resorts. There's not much info about this online. We usually fly, but have a hard time with our soon-to-be two-year-old on planes, so we've elected to drive our motor home from eastern North Carolina for a split stay at Copper Creek and Caribbean Beach. I think parking at Caribbean Beach should be no problem, but do you think Wilderness Lodge slash Copper Creek will have room for us? If not, is there overflow parking nearby? For reference, camper's 32 feet long, not a huge bus, but it takes up at least two to three parking spots. Thanks in advance. Justin is in New Bern, North Carolina. Ricky, what would you say to this one? Oops, you're muted. No, I'm not. Um, that's tough because I'm not entirely sure like what the Wilderness Lodge would do about that. Um, you know, I don't. I'm, I'm sure that they really don't have that many parking spaces available. Um, but they do have some spaces like far in the back, so they might put it there. I'm um, here's I'm what not. I'm guessing they might ask you to do, and they might comp you to park it over at the TTC because you're close to that. A thought. That's also a good thought. Yeah. I would just, sure. I would suggest that like if they say that they don't have space for it and say, look, we're on a split stay. We were down here for a long time because you are entitled to parking with your stay right. and your resort guest. And if they say, well, cause I mean, I understand like a motorhome definitely does take a lot of space and it is at a premium at wilderness lodge. It's not a huge, huge lot. Caribbean beach. You're right. You'll find a spot. I mean, you might have to park out by like, um, Trinidad or something, but probably with motorhome you're just going to park it once and you know like it's like flying you're not going to be cruising that thing around to go over to olivia's right. and get dinner <laughs> it'd be kind of cool but you're not um but that you know i'm sure that they could do something like that maybe park it at the tcc and just take a boat back over once or something I, I, that shouldn't be a problem they're going to work with you on that i would guess but that let us yeah. know though I, what do you pay me think so I think stop by the front desk. You're going to want to have the conversation with them. And I I imagine like you could call Disney and get an answer from them, but what it's going to depend on so many things, the time of year, how busy their parking lot is, how busy they're expected to be. Disney resorts operate on a very high percentage of occupancy. So that, but um, they're going to be able to help you figure out what to do. If you want to call um, just to feel safe that you can bring it, that's fine. Um, but when you get there, the front desk cast is who you're going to want to work with mm -hmm. at that point, and they'll help you out. Yep. And even the guy at the guard shack, too, probably kind of be your first point of yeah. contact, you know, to kind of get you where you need to go. All right. Here, here's a one of our listeners went on the podcast cruise with us, Bev, with her family. She sent me this message a couple of days ago and I said, I, it was real quick. And I said, I got to share this on the podcast because I thought this was such a nice little nugget about the difference between a Walt Disney world vacation and a Disney cruise vacation. And I'll tell you that I've been helping a lot of guests this past week with Disney cruises because those early 2025 cruises were released. And so we we're helping the, you know, first early and last week we were doing platinums and we were doing pearls and we were doing golds and silvers. Now everybody can book 2025 cruises. It's awesome. You can book the treasure. You can go to Lighthouse Point. Some of the itineraries go to both. That's pretty sweet. Yes. You can go out of Lauderdale now. You can go out of Canaveral. Now you got the you got the train that'll shoot you down to Miami. I mean, you got there's so many new options. And it it's kind of funny, just kind of, you know, inside baseball here for those that are kind of curious. 
you know, I've been talking with my friends at Disney Cruise Line, and they are my friends because I talk to them every day, probably more than my family. Um, and so I talked to Star and Juanita and, you know, Frankie and all these people. And for the first time, like, we're getting confused, like, where the ships are, you know, because now we <laughs> yeah, have. Yeah, right? Because usually it was like, okay, it's fancy. It's out of Port Canaveral. Like, that's a given. You know, the dream for a long time, Port Canaveral. You know, the magic would be Mediterranean. You know, like, certain times, you know, the wonder is always Alaska, you know, like, in the summer. You know, like, you didn't have to think about it. Now we're like, oh, good Lord. You know, like, for 2025, where's the dream? And what, what the magic's in Miami now? The, you know, right? we're, we're, like, having to think all of a sudden. We're trying to, like, we're playing, like, where's Waldo with where these ships are now for early 2025, which is kind of fun because it gives so much variety in not only destinations, but you can take, you know, if you want to sail a classic ship, which those things offer a very different experience, not 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 better, not worse, a different experience beyond a classic ship like the Magic of the Wonder. We talked about the Aqua Dunk, you know, as opposed to like the Aqua Mouse, the Aqua uh, Duck, it, you know, more intimate sailing, not as many people, not as hectic, you know, as maybe a, a dream or a fantasy cruise. But it, it, Pam, that's one of the things I noticed this week was talking with, you know, the, the DCL agents is that it is the variety is really there now because now you have two islands. You know, another home port out of connect, out of Lauderdale. You know, you have some ships still going out of New Orleans for a little bit. I mean, it's 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 really like where's Waldo with these ships right now? It really is, <laughs> and the I think the offerings in so many ways. I think why Disney Cruise Line and other cruise lines in particular have become so popular lately is first the ease of vacation, Mike, which you sort of said in the beginning, right? It's um there's no theme park reservations there's no dining in 60 days there's i mean all the things that are sort of pain points for vacation are just not there with a cruise but um then just the number of offerings that they have there's literally something that appeals to everyone be it you want to do the latest and greatest and see lighthouse point and all of that or um there's a marvel cruise or you like smaller ships or you like larger ships or you want to be in the Caribbean or you, or you want, want to, to celebrate to Christmas on a ship. You know, like I had a guest who yes. I had a guest just last week. One of my, you know, frequent guests at the magic for less God bless her. She's like, we just found out we have nothing going over. Our, our plans got changed this year. I'm off work over Christmas week. Boom. They're going, they're celebrating Christmas on the dream. I mean, just booked it like boom, got a guaranteed restricted fare. Boom. You know, Christmas at sea. How awesome is that? Much better I mean, than that. How how cool is that? That's I love that. I mean, because I'm it like, is. God, that's I, I want to do that so bad. You know, and there building. are still <laughs> really good rates. Um, not only at you know the end of this year, not you know particularly for the holidays, but then the beginning of next year, before you go into spring break time, that's actually a slower time for a cruise, and there's some decent prices on some of those sailings. So, anyways, yeah. It's a good time to cruise. Well, here's, Always. What, here's what Bev says. Bev says, while I freeze because the temperature dropped in Atlanta, this was three days ago. So I guess it's, it's mm -hmm. rebounded here in San Louis. I'm sure. Okay. Cold. So she says, I'm meditating on the great benefits of Disney Cruise Line over Walt Disney World. For a mom with a teen, the ship folk, uh, forces the teen to hang out with us. They cannot run away. We're in the middle of the ocean. Sure. They can meet other kids or drop in to see a show, but. DCL is uniquely family oriented and accepting of children's energy and the perennial look of parent parental fatigue and is just a focused 
floating island of opportunity to connect with your kid. And I said, wow, God, I like she's, she just like drops good. this bomb on yeah. me. Like, you know, two sentences. I'm like, Bev, can I share that on the show, please? I know, right? right? That's right. I mean, Bev, because, we want to put that on the Disney cruise line page. Right. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, because that re it really is. I mean, the kids can go to Edge and Vibe and really meet kids. That is one of the great opportunities, I think, for kids on a Disney cruise is that you really have the opportunity to meet kids literally from anywhere on the planet. You know, you might meet, a, you know, you might make really good friends with somebody from the UK or Canada or, you know, the Netherlands, who knows where the other kids will be from. And the, the friendships get made really quickly on the Disney Cruise Line. However, it's just so chill. Like kids just kind of pull their guard down because they're not on their social media all the time. You know, dinners, you can actually have conversations. You go to shows. I don't know. Like you had the beach days and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's everybody seems to enjoy family time on a cruise. I, you know, I, I've noticed that because I mean, I've had two teen girls. And we've had the best times on cruises and, you know, teen girls kind of shut, you know, kind of kind of put up a wall, you know, at home, but they, they kind of let you in on a cruise. Yeah. I think that's, that's one of the best things about travel is you can focus on the people that you're with and um, doing this kind of thing. So. All right. Michelle has a question here. Now this one, this one's here. Okay, pay attention. All right. This one came in here. It's, uh, it says that weird gray area between two and three. Okay, we're talking uh -huh. ages. We're talking ages here. Hello, friends. She says, as I consider you all. Thank you. We consider Great. Michelle a friend. Uh, My husband and I are taking our three kiddos. They're eight, six, and two, along with some extended family this May. Yay. We are going to wait until our young. We were going to wait until our youngest was a little bit older, but we wanted to go before the grandparents are too much older. Funny how it's easier to travel when the kids are older, but not when your parents are. She says, anyways, <laughs> I get it. Anyways, my daughter, who will turn three in about two, about two weeks after we get home, is very tall. She's in the 99th percentile and is often mistaken for at least four. She's still free by Disney's age standards, but she doesn't look it. I know it's crazy to even say it, but I'm considering buying her a ticket anyways to avoid the negativity I fear we might get. She's two, but looks four. What might we experience at the gates? Do I need to have some proof of age? I guess I'm just fearful of ending up on some social media site with people slamming us. Is this crazy? Okay, she has one other question. I hate to hear this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this is one of those things like, <laughs> okay, I don't want to get canceled. But, like, keep your nose on everybody else's business. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, there are tall yeah. people. I'm a tall person. My daughter, you know, Mallory is tall. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was a tall kid, too. But I I know, you know, because people... The thing is, every here's the deal. The few bad eggs ruin it for everybody because somebody's trying to truck in a seven-year-old under a stroller. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why right. this stuff is... That's why poor Michelle has to ask this question. So I guess it's a what would you do? I don't know. What, what's the discussion here? I don't know. Yeah, there's no, she should not buy a ticket. Just take a no. picture of the birth certificate and keep it on your phone. It's the easiest thing in the world to do. Then if there's ever a question from the only people that would matter, and that's another cast member, then she has the proof and that's all you really need to worry about. Is that what you do, Ricky? I mean... Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Lucy will always be small. I'm, I'm, I'm certain. You know, she's she's tiny now, and 
I have a feeling, you know, she's got me as a mom, so you know, she's probably not gonna get the height. She hits the 99th percentile. Yeah, she ain't gonna hit that. No, no way. Uh, but uh, you know, I mean, a lot of times I've heard like they'll ask the kid, you know, how old are you, or something along those lines, and but they're coached. Those kids, those parents coach those kids. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean. (laughs) But a lot of times they'll get, they'll try to get them. You know what I'm saying? So like. You know, a lot of times they'll ask them that in hopes that the kid will mess up and say, I'm four, you know, so like in this instance, she is too. So she's not lying. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's, it's, you're still, you should be fine. And don't worry about the crazy people on social media who are, that you know, haters about me. everything. Oh, like it's, yeah, it's not, it, don't worry about that. It's yeah. not a big deal. It's it's easy so. to say for us, like don't worry yeah, about it. But I, I mean, you know, you're but there. We, and... we get haters all the time, so know, you know. I know. <laughs> I know, but I just I hate that for Michelle. You know, what I'm saying you're just going there to have fun with your parents. She's going with her parents, the grandparents, right? Like you're going to have the moments you see on the commercials, right? You're going to Walt Disney World to have magical experiences. Your first like interaction of going through the gates should not be stress. And that's no. exactly what I'm reading for Michelle right here. That that bums me out. I think nine times out of ten, though, you won't experience any of that. I think you're right. Really and truly. Right. Probably not. Um, but she's experiencing it now. You know, and I know you're right. It's probably, this probably will not happen. It's probably, she's going worst case scenario. But I yeah. hate that she has to write this email. You know, that bugs me. I hate that. The yeah. world, the world guess, bugs me sometimes. Like Worst that. case scenario. If for some reason it, they don't believe her, which we'd have, you know, look, we've said we have the birth certificate, you know, whatever, then you'd buy the ticket, like at that point. But like, but you, I would should- not buy the ticket. I'd bring a birth no, certificate. No, 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 no. If Disney made you buy the ticket, like that's when I would buy it. But they shouldn't be making you buy the ticket because no, I've never heard of Disney asking someone to buy a ticket when they had proof that the child's. Yeah, ex- exactly. I'd show it. Has never I, happened. Yeah, I would totally flash exactly. a birth certificate at that point and be like, look, she's two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, right. there's no way. I, mean, I am not buying a ticket for sure. Okay, right. So- no, I wouldn't buy one either. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, yeah. I wouldn't buy one ahead of time is more what I was saying. Like, cause that's what she asked. Should I buy one ahead of time? And I'd say, no, no completely not. don't feed the haters, Michelle. Don't exactly. feed the haters. Just call me. I'll, I'll fly down. I'll be like, <laughs> come on, let's go. Okay. Uh, she says other related question, kind of convoluted. So bear with me. All right, here we go. Scenario. I do not get my daughter a park pass and we purchase GD plus for everyone else in the group. We book a lightning lane for say smugglers run and she wants to ride. She'll likely be tall enough. Uh, since she's very close to 38 inches now can she ride with us if you have a toddler without a park pass you can't get them a lightning lane so is that at the cast member's discretion hence why i titled this email that weird gray area between two and three thank you for everything including just being a pleasant distraction from the daily grind michelle is up in reading pennsylvania so what about that scenario with her not having a ticket and everybody else having genie plus and lightning lanes she wouldn't have it. Would it be cast member discretion or would that just be a no go? No go. No, she's allowed to. You don't, if you don't need a ticket to get in, you don't need a lightning lane. Okay. Cause you can't, you can only, you can only have the lightning lane. If you have the ticket, you don't have a ticket. So that if you don't have to buy a ticket, you don't have to pay for lightning lane or genie plus, but you can still use it. Yep. That's kind of what she's asking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I was like at the next question. Yep. Okay. It, so <laughs> last week, Pam and I were doing listener questions and we got three people that said we messed up on a lightning lane question. So I wanted to go back and get that because we did get it wrong. Cause three, I got three, we, we messed it up. So Kim says Appreciate she's, 
I know it, it, we got a little confused because we are we are ripping through the show last week and we okay we miss one every like two thousand shows so we'll we'll give it that she says hey Mike just want to clarify the rule for individual lightning lane selection that you asked about for last week's show. I think Pam was accidentally mixing up the rules for virtual queue and individual lightning lane. You can make an individual lightning lane at 7 a.m. for a park you're hopping to as long as you schedule it for after 2 o'clock. You just have to be right. staying on property for that 7 a.m. opportunity. Otherwise, you have to book it at park opening. Thought you might want to clarify that for people listening. Uh, the virtual queues for Guardians and Tron requires a park reservation for now, but you must be in the park for the 1 o'clock drop. That is what Pam said, but the listener was asking about buying individual lightning lanes for Rise of the Resistance. Hollywood Studios is a great park to hop to with stacked lightning lanes and purchased Rise. We've done it many times, and even when something seems sold out, keep checking because some rides will come back. Just thought I'd share my experience in case it's helpful. I know Pam just mixed those two things up. Love you both and have benefited many times over from your expertise. Have a blessed day, Kim. I'm sorry, Kim. I that? probably did get ahead of myself on that too. And my other problem is that even though like I know on my mind what it is, I want to explain every possible scenario in case you run into that. So thank you for writing in. I absolutely appreciate it. Yes. And thank you for being so kind in your in your clarification because we're all here yeah. to help everybody have a better vacation. And you just for helped sure. us. You just helped us and you just helped thousands of others get the right information. And like you said, I mean, we get a mulligan every once in a while. So thank you for that. And uh, Andrew, our good friend here, is in the chat. And we appreciate He said it's pronounced Redding, Pennsylvania, apparently. So I missed that. And uh, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Is yes. That? yes. I know, you that from know that live PD, right? Yes. Yeah, I was going to say you should know that. Chasing the bad guys around there. Wilkes-Barre. And actually, it's a minor league uh, team, I think, for the Yankees. Anyway, Andrew's got two questions. He just heard me make a mistake, and while he was in here, had to help me uh, <laughs> fix that one. So thanks, Andrew. He says, one, do you think Universal ever considered selling the videos from the old disaster attraction? Would have been cool to take home for the participating actors, and do you think Disney will close one of the two water parks in the next decade? Okay, Ricky, you got the first uh, question about Universal disaster oh man i you know what i bet if they had had a fast way to allow people to take that video home they would have absolutely sold it i mean 100 uh because that really would have been cool for people to be able to take that home so uh but you know at the time you know old technology vhs tape and everything like that it would have been a lot harder even dvd would have been really hard to get that uh, out to people. So I can see why they didn't sell it, but that would be cool. Yeah. You, you know what I have here? I have a, a DVD, no, not DVD, a, a VHS in a clamshell from the Millennium Celebration at Epcot. That's cool. Uh, it's like in this white case and it shows like uh, illuminations in it and it shows, uh, the, it shows the, the Millennium Village, like that thing that was in World Showplace. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. It is so, I got to find it. I don't know where I put it when we moved, but it's so cool. Yeah, those kind of videos, classic. I, I don't think, second question, I don't think in the next decade, in the next 10 years, either Blizzard Beach or Typhoon Lagoon will close because of how they're alternating them. I think that's expanding yeah. their, I think that's definitely keeping their shelf life a lot longer because actually they're only running about, you know, half time each. You know what I'm saying? Like they're, they're like yeah. down for half. I think they should both be running most of the time concurrently, but that's just me and from a parks out. I don't know. Maybe they're not getting enough throughput. Pam, what do you think? I can't see it either. I, for the, the reason that you mentioned and just, 
each park has, of course, its fans. Um, there are some who really prefer, you know, Blizzard Beach and some who really prefer Typhoon Lagoon. So, um, you know, I think that we'll still, we'll see them open for a while. Volcano Bay, though, still tops, right? Oh, Central Florida. It's pretty yeah. sweet. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not a universal guy, and that park was unreal. That was so cool. It really was. It was. I mean, it we is. did have a cabana and everything. We did it the right way with the tapu tapu and all that stuff. So, boom. Mm -hmm. That's what's called, right? The little wristband? Tapu tapu? Yeah, tapu tapu. How do I remember that from 2018, man? I don't know. Good job. <laughs> yeah, look at that. What's that commercial for that little pill you take when you get old that keeps your brain going? I see all the time on TV. Like Pre Prevagen. I see that commercial all the time. <laughs> Don't you guys see that commercial all the time? It shows like old people like that are former authors. Like, yeah, I have grandkids and uh, used to write books and I'm a substitute <laughs> school teacher. You know why? Because I take Prevagen. <laughs> Maybe I just watch different shows than you guys. I, I think yeah, like yeah. you watch, yes, you watch the uh, more classic shows. <laughs> I do. I watch the right. ones that are the one foot in the grave shows. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Julie's got a question. Hey, Mike, glad my email made it through to you. I'll stick to just using, okay, uh, let's see. She says, oh, this is my friend Julie from Scotland. Uh, she says, what's your small, your top small but magic moments from around Walt Disney World? You can pick one from each park. Uh, let's see here. Well, here's what she has. So in the Magic Kingdom, her small moments are listening to the pianist outside Casey's Corner, the Dapper Dans on Main Street. These are such good examples of something that Disney doesn't need to do, but does, and it elevates the experience 100%. Over at Epcot, her magic moment, small moment, is the Akoya Pearls experience in Japan. And I probably just mispronounced that too. Uh, I did this for the first time in July and loved it. It was such a unique Epcot-style experience and special memory, and only about $20, unless you also buy jewelry to set your pearl in. So is that the pick-a-pearl that's in the Mitsukoshi yep. store? Yep. I've done that many times with Paige. She was obsessed with that back when she was younger. Obsessed. We had to do that every every summer. I like, though, that they make it a show, right? It's not just about buying a pearl. Yeah. They yeah. like, you know, it's almost like a shell game. They pick it, and then it's like, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I play the drums, like, and then they crack the shell. It's a big deal. It is. It's awesome. Yes. It, it makes you think you're, like, winning the shell game. Uh, Hollywood Studios hands down the character walkabouts in Galaxy's Edge. Seeing Chewie and Ray hiding behind a wall to avoid stormtroopers makes the land feel so real. It's even better than a proper character meet, in my opinion. I like that, Julie, but Ronto rap. Breakfast Ronto wrap would have been the right choice in that one. Uh, Animal Kingdom. I love and still can't believe the level of detail on the Tree of Life. I think it's artistry and intricacy sometimes gets overlooked, but it's truly amazing and so very Disney. Resorts, Disney Studios, toasting marshmallows around the fire with cast members and fellow guests. It's free. It's so fun. Kids just love it. And it's such a nice way to strike up conversation with others. There's no doubt that Disney becomes more expensive and difficult to attain each year. And there are some Disney decisions that I can't understand and would change. But there are still so many touches that stop me in my tracks on each trip and make me think, this is so worth it. Long may that continue. Take care, Julie in Scotland. So what say you, Ricky, to that? Do you have anything? I mean, you don't have to go like park by park. But I think she really kind of nailed those things that, uh, you know, kind of, you know, we've used this term for. 20 30 years the disney difference right those things that yeah. say yeah, this is this is why i come back yeah so um actually two things uh i can think of and they're both at disney's animal kingdom um one is divine 
uh, who, if you don't know who she is, she's this beautiful walk around character. Um, she look, she's all painted in green. She's on stilts and she kind of hides in the greenery. And sometimes you really have to look to find her. Uh, and she's absolutely gorgeous. The way she moves, she's so subtle about everything. Um, so it, you could literally walk right past and have no idea that there's a person standing right there. So that's really cool. Um, but then the other thing that's not, maybe not so hidden, uh, but still really neat that they do is they have a, you know, a walk around Kevin, uh, which I mean, hello, how cool is that? Like you can see and meet Kevin from up. I mean, that's just the coolest thing ever. So we're also going to have a walk around Kevin. So I'm here for it. <laughs> It's the I'm big bird. The big bird. Yes. If you don't know who Kevin no, wrong, is, wrong, wrong park, wrong park. That's a different park. Big birds at a different park. That's true. But Kevin is <laughs> yes. a big bird. Kevin is a big but bird, not yes. big bird, not but, the big bird. Yes, but yes. a big bird. Yes, yes. blue, not 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 yellow. Okay, <laughs> not that's yellow. good. Now we got it. got yellow, or she's do. got yellow in her, but not fully yellow. And see, yeah, that's yeah, confusing yeah. because a girl named Kevin that, that messes me up too every time. Like it's all <laughs> kinds of confusing. Like because I mean, you can't really tell like if a bird's a girl or a boy. You know what I'm saying? Like she's to look a at girl. a bird, I can't tell. You know, it's just, she's it a girl. doesn't mean, but it is a girl. Yes, named Kevin. Yes. All right. Mm -hmm. So, Pam, what about, uh, what say you to Julie's small moments at Walt Disney World? It's, I mean, I think there are so many. Um, the one that comes to mind, first of all, is the every day by the pools um, that Amen. the activities group rolls in. And they do activities for kids by the pool for hours and hours on end. I mean, there's a, I'm always surprised that they're doing that still not, you know, for any other reason that it's a pool. Like most kids are pretty happy that they're in the pool, but they of course plus it in a different way. I also think too, the, the judging that they have done to so many of the Disney resort rooms in the last two to three years is overwhelming. It really is like, it's a whole initiative. And I, I know that that it's sort of is a little thing when you think about it, you know, what it all is in scope to Disney. It's a huge thing, but it's incredible to me that they've really, that they've chosen to do that. So, um, yeah, I, I agree. There's sometimes when I, um, hear the things that guests are unhappy with, with Disney, um, I think that you have to comparing it to its past is not necessarily fair. I think comparing it to the other field of choices in similar situations, I think that's more fair, um, especially with what the travel industry has been through in the not so distant past. So, yeah, I was just thinking about that last night. Actually, I was thinking about remember when we were like looking at graduated resort reopening dates. Like, okay, when does Yacht yeah. Club come back online? Or you know, like when does the NBA get out of the bubble so we can get back in Yacht Club? Mm -hmm. I was like, God, that wasn't that long ago. You know, yeah, like we've come a long sure. way, baby. <laughs> I know. know. It seemed it really like forever, is. but it really wasn't. And let's God help us that never happens again. I was just right? Oh my God, I don't want to ever do that. So Julie, thanks for that email. All right, last question today comes from Caitlin, who's tuned in live on Facebook, and shout out to Dennis. M-I-Z down in Texas says, hey, everyone, we'll be taking our daughter for her first trip next year and have two questions. Have fun. Uh, would you go in the end of September for her first birthday or hold out until December for cooler weather? And two, Coronado Tower Room or French Quarter? The tower is appealing for interior doorways, but only one bus at French Quarter for those late nights is tempting too. 
Thanks, y'all. Also, beignets, by the way, at French Quarter. Don't forget the beignets. Yay. Um, man, dude, I'm trying to think. God, I don't even know where to go with this one. Okay, first of all, let's go, let's answer. Man, why is she giving us hard questions right at the end of the show? That's too much. Right? Brain, that hurts. Like my brain's like, oh, I'm confused. Okay, so let's go around the horn. First birthday at the end of September or hold out to December for cool weather. Plus, you get the holiday decorations in December. Don't forget that. Ricky, what say you? Um, I think I would. It depends on. How, it's a first birthday, you said? Uh, or, it's her first it, or trip. Or just birthday. It's her first, first trip. I don't know what birthday it is. Okay. Okay. I was just going to say. She's um, 17. Okay. Got it. No, uh, I, I don't I know. Guess, She's, I don't I know guess, how old she is. She could be too. I know. I, know. I, I know. I got it. I guess probably the, hol- the holiday season. So I guess probably December. Um, it is a little bit more magical that time of year. Not that, you know, uh, the Halloween time isn't magical because you'll have Halloween in September. So uh, I, but I think um, you'll have just a little bit cooler weather. So that, that would be a little more delightful. So I, I think maybe December would be when I would choose. I'm, I'm with you. Day. I'm okay. with you. I'm with you, Pam. I'm, December I'm, just has a little bit more to make offer. A clean yeah, sweep. look at I'm that. We did it. We stuff. did it. Whoop, all the way. Yeah. <laughs> Now, see, now they're saying it's the first birthday, though. So if the birthday is in September, then I would probably pick September. But the kid doesn't know. The kid doesn't know if it's the first birthday. Yeah, I don't get know. that. Like, they, they could wait till December. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Just celebrate the first birthday in December. You know, have kid, you know, let the kid it back home in September. You put them in this. You put them in the high chair. You give them that give little them cake. cake. Dude, they just put it all over their body. You know, they're just in their diaper naked and just like. They destroy it. You take all the cute pictures, and that—that's your My fun act, in September. Like that's not his Tuesday night eating cake in a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be me, like in five years. <laughs> I feel like I can barely—I can barely get up the stairs right now as it is. Don't laugh. Um, uh, sorry. It'll take me ten minutes to get out of the studio tonight to just get to Taco Bell. Um, but no, I December just has a lot of offerings. Cooler weather, yeah. Okay, now the Sophie's choice, man, because of beignets. But you're right. If you stay in the tower at Coronado. Here's the one thing you too you gotta think about. Like, if you want to go, like, say say the weather is cooler or you have bad weather, you can go. The I was thinking about this the other day. You can go get something to eat if you're staying in the tower without ever going outside. You can walk right down your elevator, go down your elevator, walk right over to uh, El Mercado del Coronado. You never step foot in the elements if you're staying in the tower at Coronado. Now, if you're in the ranchos, good luck, brother. <laughs> you got to take the bridges across to get something to eat. You know, that's how it is at every other value or moderate. So that's that's an advantage in December if you get kind of sketchy weather. Pam, so where would you... And by the way, while this question came up, no kidding, our phones are always listening. I have that new feature on iOS 17 where it just has a photo shuffle. Picture of the tower at Coronado came up. So I'm just that's saying, I think God's funny. trying to answer this question for us, but uh, this, I, I would go Coronado Tower. I absolutely would go Coronado Tower. I think it's just an elevated experience i i truly feel like the other moderates sort of pale in comparison when you look at everything that coronado offers and it's where if i have the choice you know to stay if i'm staying at a moderate that's probably where i'm gonna stay nine times out of ten so you're gonna make it unanimous ricky yeah coronado (laughs) coronado even though they have beignets at the other one I gotta go Coronado as well. I think it's a clean sweep. Just yeah. on your Disney Just Springs go over day. And get, go over and get yes, on your Disney Springs yes. day, catch a boat down the Sasagula, grab some beignets. 
And yes. uh, that's how you do. And Dennis agrees. So look at that. He's a smart man because he's a Mizzou guy. Says, love me some beignets, but Coronado has the best amenities. Absolutely. Totally right. Truth. And uh, let's see here. Richard says that he has a uh, child that just turned three and they haven't, and, and his child's in the 98th percentile, never questioned. So there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. But that 99th percentile, that one extra percentile, could be a problem. <laughs> I, just say, just I doubt that's going to be an issue. So there you go. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. We have a fun show pre- prepared for you on Friday. So hop on back with us. We can't wait to have you there. And of course, tomorrow we are going to uh, have the replay of Sunday night's live show where Scott was on with me. We took lots of questions. Dennis called in from Indianapolis with a great trip report. He was just down. Talks about Journey of Water. And he, he went over to Universal did some time over there, took some great pictures. This It was a fun show. Uh, Matthew called in from uh, Pennsylvania, and we gave some advice on some ADRs, and we thought outside the box for his trip. So uh, just a lot of variety here on the feed this week. So hope you enjoy those podcasts. Don't forget, we're standing by right now to help you plan a great Disney cruise. You want to go out on the seas? It's always better with an onboard credit. Spend that money that you, uh, you know, sitting in your account when you get on board. You know, hey, it's the Rollman family, and you have 200 bucks to spend. I mean, hey, they don't say that out loud, but it happens. It's awesome. So, hey, book with us at the Magic for Less because it costs the exact same as booking with Disney Cruise Line and you get that benefit. Plus, all the little perks like the emails to get you ready and excited for the cruise so you don't miss any of the landmarks, you know, the times that are coming up. Because if you're booking from 20, for 2025, you got a lot of time to get excited for your cruise. We're going to get you ready to have the best time ever. First class service each and every time. Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Adventures by Disney. Just swing by the website. You know the deal, themagicforless.com. Also, it's holiday season almost. You're shopping, and I'm seeing the commercials. Please use our Amazon affiliate link. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons. You guys make this possible. It's patreon.com slash beourguestpodcast. You get a show every week, a bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. It's random. It's wild, but it's fun. So come on over, patreon.com slash beourguestpodcast. Give us a follow on the social media. Pam's at TMFLT. Pam Rickies at Ricky Nibs, R-I-K-K-I-N-I-B-S. I'm at BR Guest Mike. Threads, Instagram, X, formerly known as Twitter. All those places contact us this week. And the live show this Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. Scott will be back from Nashville where he currently is. Will he have cowboy boots? Will he have a Stetson? We will ask those questions on Sunday night. But you can call in and talk Disney with us. There's not a chance either one of those things will happen. I promise you. I'm not asking that question. He will not have it. He is not a country guy. I promise you that. He's from Michigan. He is that will 100%. He will not have either one of those items. I unless he is if he is, he's being held hostage. I'm just saying. Got it. That's one of those like indicators where like if if you see him, you need to send in the troops. All right. So we'll be uh, back together on Friday. So come on, join us. But until then, you guys stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.